Ho! Shake, 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 Sinora, shake it all the time. Wait, is it work or shake? Shake, work, work. I think it's both. Work, Senora. Shake, shake. My favorite part is when he goes, I believe you. I think it is both. Yeah, you're right. But, ut balit you. Why are you gay? Oh, fucking things cross my legs. Nice, dude. <clears throat> um, I feel completely normal, except my two nostrils feel runny. Askew? Not askew. Right. Later, dude. Why are you gay? Dude, you've been doing excellent on the iPad battery life. Oh my god, give this... Get out of here. Thank you. 500,000. Thank you very much. We gotta get Kamala's laugh on here. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. Silence is violence. Wash it down with a milkshake and French fries. Sil silence is violence. Most, this, to most people, sounds like Kalishnikov's going off. Right. This is terrifying. This, Whenever I think of women being beaten or assaulted or raped, I think of this sound. Well, stop, stop. It's too violent for me. It's giving me anxiety. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to the 122nd episode of I'm So Sure Cat. I'm your host, Tim here with Timothy Jim Sullivan. Timmy, how are we doing, pal? Hello, everybody. Ah. Oh. Good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. You're a big guy. Now, I left the screen door open. Why'd I do that? To get some airflow. Was it a bad idea? Probably because there's a party going on over there? Yeah. Yeah, but it's nice to get a little bit of, you know, ambiance in here. Yeah. Is it ambiance or is it ambience? I say ambience. No, I'm just kidding. I say ambiance. Um, I also say timbre instead of timber relating to people's voices. Um, Wait, people say timber? Yeah. I think that's a poor mistake on those it's, people's It's part. phonetically sensible since it is spelt that way, but um, I don't know. I do like words, though, that are open to pronunciation. Like I say data. I don't say data. Right. I used to say data. And now I say address instead of address. What's your address? What's your address? I guess I would say both depending on like how drunk I was or something. What's your address, bro? Hey, man, send me your address. That's you being sober and proper. Yeah, that sounds actually more. And then there's... I did the thing like where they're like, you know, you're buying a snowboard and they're like, well, which foot do you put forward? And you're like, I don't know. And then they just push you and then whatever foot you put to stop is the one. Yep. That's what I just did with address. You just, whatever came naturally, reflexively. Yeah, I just pushed myself. Um, and then what? What else? Um, what? I do like the British way of saying uh, advertisement, where they say advertisement. But yeah, that's fucking I wild. I can't really get away with that, though. That's fucking wild, Because I have a brogue. Or aluminium. Aluminium. Uh, centrifugal. What? <sighs> the fuck, dude? There's a lot. There's a lot. The Brits are weird. I was watching. I watch a lot of BBC shows. Not big black cock That's shows. That's what I thought. So, um, But um, actual British broadcasting company um, series. Mm. And they pronounce some fucking words very oddly. Too bad I can't remember them to provide. Dude, as... the fucking gingins are making my teeth uh, hurt a little bit. Yeah, they do. Fucking delicious. Though. Not in like a sensitive way, but in like a you just got punched Sh in the face way. It's almost like a sugar a sugar way. I okay. just feel sugar rotting to my fucking core. Yeah, no, the gingins are intense, man. I uh they are intense. Except I got the worst I got the worst I didn't I've had good experiences with gingins, but I had the worst sales pitch of them in front of my eyes. So Karen's friend is one who told me about them. Right. So we were at her place and we drank a ton of wine mm. and then we were just talking and then her friend was really, really cocked all of a sudden and was, and was clearly like not feeling well. Right. So we were just watching TV and then she's like, oh, I got these gingin things. 
And then uh, she's like, these settle your stomach and make you feel way better. So she's chomping on these gingins, and I had one. And that's when I ordered the box that came. Right then and like, there. These are great. You said, and, I like these. I'll take 36. And then right after I proceeded to check out, she ran to the bathroom and vomited everywhere. Oh. So they clearly didn't work that well. But right. I do like the gingins. You were like, I really like these. I'm going to order 36 bags of them. Well, that's the annoying thing. I thought I was ordering like one bag because the quantity is one, but it's one box that has like a dozen bags in it. Probably more. There's probably two dozen bags. Right, dude. Right. But, you know, what are you going to do? I don't even do this. I don't even have to do this. Wow. Is it this? No. It's over What's up with this weird side button now? Yeah, it's in a different spot and it's bigger. Yeah, I don't get it. And like, oh, I had it on video. That's why that would do that. I got a new phone, folks, and it's quite fucking, it's quite neato. It's the 12 Max Pro? Yeah. 12 Pro Max? It's the super duper 1157-24. Awesome. <laughs> why did you get a new phone? Shaken, not stirred. Because my battery would make it until like 2 p.m. maybe, and then my phone would die. This is a giant cock. That's so was, not good. So I was like, how about we put an end to that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> and now I have it. And I guess it's pretty cool. How was your, how was your t experience with the Verizon store? Here's the thing, dude. So I went online, right? They were like, guess what, dude? You can upgrade if you want. I was like, well, no shit, asshole, because I've had the same phone for fucking like three years. Okay. <laughs> I should get three upgrades. You know what I mean? But right. they don't roll over, I guess. But anyway. What I think is happening is happening. It better not be. So I'm like, ah, oh, fucking, which one do I get? Yada, yada. I'm like, Jess, what do you think? She's like, I mean, just get the fucking newest one because, yeah. you know, you're going to wish you did in like a year anyway. Plus, it's got the wide-angle shit. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I fucking ordered. So do I have the wide-angle shit? I don't think you... Um, I don't know. I mean, I have the fucking 12. How many lenses do you have? Yeah. I think you got the wide-angle shit, dude. Oh, fuck. Check it out. Pull up the shit. But um, so I was on the website, and it kept saying, like, hey, Steven. I'm like, I'm not Steven. I've fixed to this Steven. Oh, your times. dad? Yeah, can you go to, like... Pana? 0 0.05. Like, go to photos. There you go. Yeah, you've got it, dude. Oh, no shit. You've got the wide shit. Oh. He didn't even know he had it. Why guys. isn't it default to that? That's way cooler. I know. But what I is like, it with the... I'm not against it. Yeah. But what is the idea behind the live photo? Just to make it a little bit more special? Because yeah. I feel like everyone who sends a live photo just meant to take a normal one and then like, oh, fuck, I did the live. That's totally true. I mean, every once in a while, one of them will serve a great purpose. Like, it'll be a picture of someone holding a cake, and then, like, the live is like they drop it. Well, that's cool. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Because you can accidentally capture something. Right. All right. That makes sense. That's so a think, good use of it. So I think the reason for it is accidental capturing of candid moments. I got it. That makes sense. That's, see, this is, a, this is why I asked you. Right. I know. Because now I like it. Right. Because it adds some spontaneity to it. But the thing is, it's like a weird file, like an H-E-I-C file, which is like useless for everything if you try and send it somewhere, but whatever. Huh. Um, yeah, so it was like Steven this, Steven that. I was like, why the fuck am I Steven? So then I did the live chat thing. I'm like, hey, I'm Tim. I want to change my shit. Blah, Do you blah, have a blah. family plan? No, haven't for fucking many, many years. And Wait, why don't you have a family plan? And many times we... Because uh, I'm like 30, whatever. Yeah, but you can still pay your parents. It's just cheaper for everybody. I don't know. We just fucking don't, dude. Okay? All right. Jesus. <sighs> but growing up, every time we went in the store, my they'd be like, oh, you can't get the phone. Your dad has to be here. And I was like, what the fuck? So then my dad would come in and be like, listen, it's me, not my dad. And they're like, oh, I'll fix it right now. That happened like 10 times That's throughout my fucking life. And they fixed it doing air quotes. Never fixed it. I fucked up. But so basically I was ordering the phone, got distracted with trying to fix that again with the live chat person. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to order the phone. Hit send on the order, realized I got the wrong color, not the color I wanted. Not that it fucking matters because I'm going to put a case on it anyways. But I was, I spent the next like four hours trying to fix the color. Let me see the color. And like I'd call or whatever. They'd be like, oh, you got to talk to this person. Oh no, you got to talk to that person. Blah, blah, blah. Finally talked to some lady. So this is a cool color. 
And she's like, oh, well, I think we already shipped you the, the wrong one. Um, let me check. And she's like, I canceled it. You might still get it, but just, you know, if you do, like, refuse the shipment. I'm like, okay. And she's like, would you like to pick it up in store? Or I was like, wait, that's a fucking option? She's like, yeah. So I was like, just do that. The fucking mall's two minutes away. She's like, yeah. okay. You go, just do that, you fucking idiot. So she's like, at some point within the next hour, you'll get a text message saying your phone's ready. I'm like, great. Hung up the phone, got the text message in two seconds. Yep. Drove on down there. I was like, this is going to suck. I'm going to be in the store for fucking four hours because when are you not in the fucking Verizon store for four hours? Mm, he's right, folks. I walk in, some piece of shit kid is like, hold up. I'm like, what the fuck do you want, basically? Yep. And I was like, oh, I'm here to pick up my phone. He's like, oh, yeah, dude. Why don't you show me some fucking ID? I was like, so all he, right. So he was a real piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. So I gave him the idea. He's like, all right. The idea. The ID. He's like, all right. I fucking have some shit to do. And then maybe if I feel like it, I'll go get your fucking phone from out back. I'm like, okay, dude. Calm the fuck down. Sounds aggressive. So then he walks away. And like 30 seconds later, comes back with a bag. And is like, here you go, man. Have a good day. What? I was like, wait, what? So he was just, oh, like just unnecessarily hostile toward you. Well, I may have been exaggerating. Was he a, a little Frenchman? Bit. I wonder if he's a Frenchman. He might have been. They have just a naked hostility for Americans. Yeah, I might have been exaggerating the host- hostility ness. Hostil- I knew you. I knew you exaggerated the cussing. Right. But I thought you still captured the essence of his. He just didn't seem that into helping me. Well, yeah, dude. He works at the fucking Verizon store at the mall. Like- Anyone who works anywhere at the mall. Uh, and they're above the age of 21, they're probably deeply unhappy. Right, dude. I don't understand. All right, so I've asked this before. I get that bartenders at the airport, that's a great gig because it's the only place on earth where at 9 a.m. you can make a ton of cash. Right. So I get why that guy or girl drives all the way to fucking Logan, goes through security, I get why they do it, because they're going to make a couple extra hundred bucks a day. Right. What about the people that work at the Dunkin' Donuts at Logan? Right, dude. What is incentivizing them? Like, every time I go to a Hudson News, the cashier is like 35. Also, dude, now that you're talking about this, did I mention- How does that happen? On the podcast, when me and Jess were coming back from Aruba, um, we were. this was like, I don't fucking know, a long time ago before COVID, but- um. Well, you came from Aruba, so it was either three weeks ago or three months ago or six months ago or nine months ago. It's a little joke that you go to Aruba a lot. Right, I get it. That was good. <laughs> what a fucking idiot I am, huh? Um, but we were coming back, we're like, let's get a fucking Bloody Mary. Ooh. She's like, yeah, I'm This down. is at the airport? This is at the airport. In Aruba. In Aruba, because we're like early as shit. So, like, so are there like, actual Dutchmen that work there or not really? Um, so that's, I guess, like, I don't think I can spot a Dutchman. Well, they're usually flying. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus, dude. Uh, no, they all have that, that accent, the Papiamento accent. But, um. All right, so you get a bloody, you're at the airport. You're like, I'm, I'm fixing for I'm bloody. Like, we should get bloody Mary. She's like, I'm fucking down. Let's do it. I'm like, all right. So we go to this bar, obviously. And uh-huh. we just walk up and I was like, oh, can I get two goddamn bloody Marys? This guy's like, fucking. Sure, dude. Okay. I sucked other men's cooks. And like makes is making them or whatever. And while he's making them, this other guy at the bar who is like probably drunk and definitely was very obnoxious was like, hey, buddy, to the bartender. And the bartender's just ignoring him because he's helping us. Wait, no, and I have to respond to this. And he's the only other guy at the entire bar. Yeah. So obviously this guy can wait till he's done doing the thing to right. answer the There's guy. not a queue of people he's fighting with to get right. next service. So he keeps being like, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey. Why are you gay? Hey, buddy. He's not fucking letting go. And he's literally... American guy? Four feet away. Yeah, definitely American. Not a Dutchman. You think a Dutchman would be fucking going, hey, buddy. No, definitely not. Um, Eventually, the guy turns around, ready to probably ream this fucking guy out. You are gay. And the guy goes, I'll pay for their drinks. I was like, wait. So he was doing an act of kindness? Yeah, like an asshole. So he just hey, undid he, all the propriety of the act he's committing was just undone by the impropriety of, 
through which he went about it. So was this your drinks? Yeah, and now I don't even want the now I don't even want him to pay for it because I feel like I'm accepting like blood drinks. Right, because it came at the hands of the bartender's feelings being hurt. Right. And some fucking asshole. Why did he want to pay for your drinks? I don't want some fucking asshole buying my shit. He was like, Oh, you guys probably just had a nice vacation. We're like, Yeah. He's like, God, oh, you know, this one's on me. I uh you guys are adorable. I want you to enjoy your flight home. It was it was actually quite sweet, the gentleman, but he was a fucking asshole. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a... And Here, like the wife was like, Tommy, Tommy, fucking stop, Tommy. You need to do... So, if you're going to do something like that, the whole reason you do that, right? Pick up someone's drinks. Is you're like, uh, these are good kids. You know, I'm going to take care Which of Which is them. definitely what he was doing. But there's some stealth that needs to happen. Yeah. How about strike up the conversation with me first? Right. Instead of me just thinking you're some asshole yelling at the bartender that's making my drink. Right. Be like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, fucking Ruba. That's great. We were here for a little... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it seemed like nice things. Hey, Mr. Bartender, I'd like to pay for their drinks. That would have been great. Right. Instead of fucking hey buddying this guy to death. Yeah, they don't like the hey buddies. Does anybody like the hey buddies? I don't fucking think so. Um, I mean, hey buddy is fighting words. Hey buddy, think you want to fucking move that? Yeah, buddy is almost never said in a non-patronizing way. Hey buddy, think you're going to... Why don't you move your fucking cot, dude? Blocking the whole fucking aisle, buddy. Like there are there are nice contexts through which it can it can be well meaning. Like you know, the valet gives you your keys back. Thanks, buddy. That's fine. That's a little different. But when you start a sentence with buddy, so if you if you have a sentence and it ends with comma buddy, that can be interpreted both ways. If you start a sentence with buddy comma, that's when you know it's like. Colored person versus people of color. The order of operations determines everything. Right. So if you say buddy, it, the, the rest of the sentence is doomed. Yeah. You're, you've already pissed the guy off. Buddy, I'm fucking going to lay you right. out. Yeah. Buddy, I'm going to give you $10 million because you're a good kid, all right? You're like, what? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, calm down, man. But if you're like, I'm going to give you $10 million, buddy, you're a good kid. Then they go, right. oh, okay. Right, dude. So it's, it's the order of operations. It's syntax. Hey, buddy, get out of the fucking road. Yes. I love how it's always somebody blocking something. <laughs> it's such a New York movie scene. Right. <laughs> I love when I love in the movies when New York first of all, I love New York how just all honking. Like what did you expect to happen? <laughs> you wanted to turn into Fifth Avenue and just have the roads be cleared? <laughs> like you're you're in Times Square and you're honking at people. Right. And the worst part of the city is there's so much honking that no one assumes that they're the ones being honked at. If I'm driving, I've driven a car in Times Square before. I just assume that the honking is just meant for everyone around me. Right. So it's a useless honk. It is a useless honk. It's a drop in the ocean. Nobody's reacting to your stupid honks. That's a very good point. But that that is why they had the car horn for that. And then those weren't working, so they you needed the hey buddy. Hey buddy. Because if somebody screams hey buddy and I look at my rear view and he's looking at me, then I go, oh fuck, it is me. Right. So the hey buddy was actually, you know, an evolutionary adoption from the car horn. Right, dude. Hey buddy. Dude, I'm just no, no, everything no, you yeah, I'm just yeah, thinking. Right, yeah, right, right. Anyways. Yeah. What else, dude? There was something else. What the fuck was it? Oh. Uh I thought there was some fucking... What were we talking about? We're talking about Hey Buddies. Oh, so was there anything else with the Aruba story? Or was that it? No, basically, he was a, he was a nice asshole that wanted to probably... You look like a fool, don't you do That was him. That probably wanted to make small talk with us, but by the time he bought our drinks and complimented us, I was so uncomfortable that I had to leave immediately. Here's what you got to do. This is why you got to always have minimum $300 cash on you. Just to, just to have around, right? Go to the ATM, take out three to five hundred bucks at some point. Still use your card wherever you go, but mm. just have that cash there. Mm -hmm. That way, if you're in a circumstance where you're, you got to catch a flight, you want to do something nice for someone, you go, I'm going to, this runs on me. You leave a $20 bill with you and Jess, and then you fuck off, and they go, that, that guy's cool. Right, it's like But when, since that guy's cash is in Seattle, right. now he needs the guy to ring his card. He's probably late for his flight. Now he looks like an asshole. Well, no, no, no. Well, okay. Maybe I didn't paint the picture as well. 
So he's not late for a flight. He's not late for a flight. He's sitting comfortably at the bar wasting time. So there's just no urgency for the Hey Buddies. Zero. Buddy. I don't get people, man. Like, again, even something as nice as that, a guy buying a round of drinks. It's You just ruined it. Yeah, you just ruined it, buddy. You ruined it, buddy. Buddy, you ruined it. Right. Right. And I think what you're saying, you know, the guy in the rush slaps down 20 bucks. Hey, guys, have a, have a nice flight home. This one's on me. Is great because there's kind of like the semi- and an anonymity. Right. Like when Ted Danson donates money as anonymous. Right. And everyone's like, you know, Ted Danson's anonymous. So he got the brownie points. Yeah. Because the way he went about it. But he got the brownie points because he renamed and he remained. And I'm quoting anonymous. Right. So if it said Ted Danson, people would be like, oh, that's nice. But if you say anonymous and then tell everyone that you're anonymous... You get you get to have your cake and eat it too. Then doesn't Larry donate? And he goes, you know, I'm anonymous. And they go, you're anonymous. Well, I think they gave Larry. Larry donated, but I think it said Larry David. And then, so he was jealous of Ted. He was pissed because he did the same thing Ted Danson did, but Ted Danson said anonymous, but just told everyone it was him. Right. So they both donated the same amount. Doesn't he do like a redo later on though? And I think he anonymous? does. Yeah. Whatever. My my curb enthusiasm uh, mental encyclopedia used to be way stronger. Yeah, it's kind of fading away with old my, days. Which I think is actually kind of good that my brain has only so much room to allocate things to. Mm. So what it did is it, it's it's like uh, it went in. You know, sometimes when you go through your camera roll and you just purge? Yes. My brain, I think maybe when I'm asleep, it does that every month or so. It goes, all right. I need to make some room here. I'm because... Gonna- I'm going to take these old Curb episodes, probably get rid of these. Because I noticed it, because when the lockdown started, oh god, I started reading way more, and I started forgetting pointless things I used to remember. So I think what was happening is, I was going to bed, and my brain was like, oh, fuck, page 27 of this book was kind of interesting. He made it a point that he wants to remember that, so if he ever gets into a fight about you know the Suez Canal, he'll remember all this info. So we gotta get rid of some, you know. So get rid of some page, gigabytes. Pages twenty eight and twenty nine. So then they got those. rid of like uh, the supporting actor's name and the last detail with Jack Nicholson in nineteen seventy three. It got right. it looked at all this pointless info that I had on hand. Right. And I was like, we don't need this. We don't need this. So the good news is I was learning more legit info. Yeah. But all the stuff I used to enjoy being able to just have offhand right. was just gone. All the lyrics to Summer Camp Pledge, we'll get rid of those. Exactly. Um, we need to make room for some Gavin McGinnis. So that's the thing. So if you if you read a book, just be prepared to no longer remember how to spell like camouflage or any of the other things you've been holding on to. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway. Camouflage. Food for thought. That was delicious, by the way. That food. You think? That we're thinking about. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Christ, dude. Uh, what the um, fuck else, dude? Isn't there something else? Yeah, yeah. So, don't know why. Uh, so after, You didn't come? After <laughs> this fucking kid, dude. I swear to God. After work, I was like, I'll go to the store, the supermarket at Market Basket. The same thing three times. And I'll buy food for tonight, right? Yes. As is. Meaning tra- actual tonight. Yeah, as is tradition. So I go. Unbelievable. I'm picking out the shit, and then I see a a little jar—not a jar, a container of peeled garlic. Sabrina, don't just stare at it; eat it. Just bunches of a bunch of fucking garlic. I don't know, goddamn forty cloves or some shit. Yep. Had a flashback in my head to some Asian chick on TikTok just that took a jar of uh, pickled garlic. Ooh. Dumped out the vinegar and poured sriracha in them and then just started eating them. And of course, the comments were like, Ew, you probably smell like shit. And she's like, It's pickled, ah. you guys. It's pickled, you guys. It doesn't smell bad, lol. And it's like, Yeah, it fucking does still smell bad, but not as bad, okay? Mm-hmm. And it showed a picture of her brushing her teeth, too, in the comments and her response. And people don't realize that brushing your teeth after eating garlic doesn't really do shit. Because the reason you smell like garlic is because garlic gets absorbed into your bloodstream. And right. for lack You're, of a it's better coming term, out of your pores. Yeah, and then it, and it basically um, not oxidizes, but I'm going to say oxidize because 
that's the best word I can think of. Yeah. Oxidizes through the blood vessels in your lungs. So the smell is coming from your lungs. Right. Not your goddamn mouth. So it's it's a body odor now. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad, it's not breath. Oh yeah. But so I, I thought of this when I saw the fucking thing of garlic. So I was like, I'm going to fucking pickle my own garlic. Because what I'm, does it all mean, Basil? And I know what you're thinking right now. Why don't you just buy pickled garlic? Guess what, dude? They don't fucking sell it because I've been looking for weeks. Okay? God damn. So I bought garlic, came home, looked up how the fuck do I pickle garlic, went, oh shit, it's a process. Still fucking did it. But I pickled fucking garlic, dude, and hopefully I don't get goddamn botulism for fucking it up. How bad do you think she smells, though? She probably doesn't smell that bad. It's probably not that bad. So A, she's Asian as fuck, and I think that they're better at um, smelling oxidizing garlic than American people. Well, mm-hmm. not that she's not American. Uh, Western Caucasians. Wait, she's she is American. I'm confusing her with the girl that's prepping food up in the mountains in those sensual videos. No, no, different, different, very different. Ah, okay, very yeah. fucking different, dude. Botulism. He's absolutely right. And whenever somebody says botulism, I picture somebody with like a fucked up face, like a botched face. Yes. Yeah, because botched is in the word. But let's see what the, the symptoms are. Like a lady that went in to get her nose done and get lip injections, and then they fuck her face off. You're like, oh, Jesus. Her botulism so bad. Just talk about botulism. Right. <laughs> By the way, why? Did I just hear f- No, it's like a, ring? It's a motorcycle. Oh, okay. Why? I've always said this about the lip injections, right? Mm. It looks so obvious. You look like an alien. No one, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure some people think they look good. Here's my theory for all the all of our women listeners. Yeah, he's got a theory, folks. If you want to know what guys are into in, in terms of physical attraction, yep. go on Pornhub, and if it's not a category, it means guys aren't into it. So if there's not a category that says huge lip injection or... You know, something like yeah, a, yeah. There's not the, there's not, if there's not a Botox category. Stepmom with huge lip injection. Right. Nobody thinks that's hot. Right. Stepmom with really high cheekbones sucks you off. And lip injections are are the women's version of the toupee. Everybody knows that it's not real. You look ridiculous and just, just stop it. And what a great time to be a cosmetic surgeon you can make these people look like moronic cartoons and they'll still just sign the checks over no problem they'll come back for more Mm. and you never have to be embarrassed about it right like what's um it's like being a weatherman melanie griffith oh geez yeah is that who is it griffin griffith i gotta look her up dude she used to be a babe now she looks like she looks like the lion in the Wizard of Oz. Melanie Griffith. Yeah, she's looking real fucked up now. Look at this. Imagine, like, when she walks into a room. Like, does her cosmetic surgeon, he must say, like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of being anonymous here. So um, if anybody asks where you got your surgery done, just don't, just maybe not mention my name. Because that guy must look at her and go, oh, man. This lady's going to destroy my business. It's like when a barber fucks up your haircut and he makes you leave out the back entrance. All right. And her nose looks totally different here than it does here. Because she used to be hot back in the, like, type in Melanie Griffith hot. working girl. Or I guess, nah, if you trust the Google people to determine when she looked hot. Right. I'll hot. get only, like, ugly, fat people. Um, Working girl. Oh, yeah, dude. Let me see. Yeah, she's a fucking babe. Yeah, I mean, terrible haircut, but you get the idea. Well, obviously. Pretty face. Meg Ryan, same thing. Oh, I love Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan used to have this wholesome... Her attire in You've Got Mail is is abysmal. Meg Ryan. But at the time, it was fashionable. Is a babe. But she was so hot, but she ruined her face with plastic surgery. And if you're a woman, you if you're a woman actor, you've just eliminated half of the roles that you can now play. You can no longer play a poor mother of four 
getting by and it's this heroic story of a woman who, you know, pulls herself up by her bootstraps and and makes a, a living to provide for her family. Because when you look like a clown who paid five hundred thousand dollars in cosmetic surgery, you the audience isn't gonna buy it. Right. So you fucked it. Yeah, you fucked up. I fucked yeah. up. See, he did. That it. was pretty quick in the draw because I, I didn't quick. even have. Uh, he wasn't even holding it. He was just like, uh, bread. But just so I know, in case it fucking happen, happens, botulism. Yeah, look that up. I'm gonna grab another truly. You need anything? Um, bring that that thing of fucking seltzer over here. The the bottle that's sitting on the table, please. Um, pain in areas in the abdomen. You might have constipation, nausea, vomiting, dilated pupils, drooping of the upper eyelid or weak eye muscles. Drooping of the upper eyelid or weak eye muscles. Drooling. I love how it's your mouth. You could be either drooling or have a dry mouth. Total fucking opposites. Uh, I think that bottle of seltzer sitting on the table now. Maybe it's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. Laying down, actually, like a total fucking weirdo. On the in the thing that's got all the jelly on the on the bottom left shelf. No, you're not. I put it I put it in a really dumb spot. Uh whole body, dizziness or fatigue. Difficulty speaking, swallowing. Um you might have paralysis, shortness of breath, slow reflexes, urinary retention. Can you die from this? And what do you what do you get that from? What causes botulism? Botulism. I don't I don't know, but I guess I should know that. But everyone says, Oh, you're canning shit, careful of botulism. How do you get botulism? Huh. How it spreads through contaminated food or water and the shit. It's found in a variety of foods and low acid preserved vegetables. Interesting. That reminds me of um, Uncle Boar when we learned about Typhoid Mary. Bro, that kid, huh? Yeah, what, what about him? So we learned about Typhoid Mary, right? So th- she was the private uh, cook for those families. And so she spread typhoid in her fecal matter, which basically excreted from her fingernails. Oh, yeah. So that's how it was getting in the food. Right. Um. And that's how the families were dying. <laughs> and uh, I remember getting into it. So we had the typhoid Mary lesson, I guess. I don't know. Whenever, we, whenever you learn about typhoid, I think we were in like middle school. Yeah, sounds about right. And I remember like a year later, I made a typhoid Mary reference. And he met, he was like, oh, yeah, that lady that didn't wipe her ass or whatever. I was like, what? He literally He thought that she was taking shits. And because she was so incompetent, it was getting on her hands, and that's what was killing people. So he thought the shit wound up on her hands because she just wiped like a moron. Right, dude. Good old Uncle Boar. And he, he Uncle Boar would uh, be like, yo, let's go to fucking Burger King. And you're like, okay, dude, let's go. And we'd go, and I'd be like, oh, I'll get like a number two, whatever the fuck. He'd be like, give me <laughs> three quarter pounders. And you're like, okay. And then we'd go back to the house. And he'd be like, you want to see me eat this in one bite? And I'd be like, no, dude. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. No one was even impressed. I And if you're going to do, like, want to see me do something gross, it at least better be something that we can't all do. Right. But so I'd be like, no, dude, I'm just eating my burger and my fries. I mean, what do you do with your burger is your business. But no, I don't really want to see you eat in one bite. He'd be like, all right. Then he'd cram the whole fucking thing in his mouth. And he you, would he would chew it and swallow he'd it. He'd start laughing. And then he would just start laughing for no fucking reason. Like a giggly little girl's laugh. And then he would just start throwing up everywhere. Yep. And it's like, good thing you did that, dude. Thanks. He threw up all the time. He, we used to get Papa Gino's. Um, and because uh, we'd always do group projects together in high school. <laughs> and I knew that I would be the one doing all the fucking work. But I just liked hanging out with he was so fun to hang out with. He was like my best friend. So I knew I was doing all the fucking work and he was just doing nothing in the in the um Dude, you know what was also nice about back then? Not to sound like some old uh, boring guy. But when I think back to It's the credits at the end of the movie that says old boring guy, <laughs> and it's just you. Uh 
when I think back to hanging out at my house during all doing all those school projects, it was pre-smartphone. So he was never on his phone. Don't you fucking hate that when you're just hanging out? Yeah, and nobody somebody, fucking talks anymore. Somebody's stupid face is buried into their phone. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's fucking annoying. Uh, but anyway, but I would do all the work, which I didn't even mind because he was just hilarious. But same thing. So we'd get Papaginos, bring it back to the house. I have a pencil and a notepad taking notes for what we're going to talk about in the stupid presentation. And then, But he wouldn't even say, want me to try to fit this whole pizza in, in my mouth. He would just do it. So I'd be taking notes. And he'd be across the table, not even looking for attention. And he would just, I would just be watching him. He didn't even know I was looking. And he would just shove. He would start at the pointy end. And then the whole crust would go in his mouth. And then he would start chewing. And then he would start gagging. <laughs> and then he would he would remove it from his mouth because he couldn't finish it. And then he would start laughing. And then he would throw up everywhere. <laughs> this happened all the time. No, but the funniest is remember when Casey. Dude, uh, I, just, I think I was just going to say that. So you, uh, you can tell it. Well, I could be wrong, though. But didn't he just, like, walk in and take his dick out, and then he just started puking Yeah, everywhere? well, for some reason, we had an industrial-sized trash barrel <laughs> in the living room. I think it was because we were getting rid of a bunch of shit from, like, the basement or something. It was there for, like, two weeks. Though. Yeah, it was there for a long time. So the living room just had this giant trash can. <laughs> so Case used to show his cock all the time. Like, he would always walk around naked, whatever. And uh, Uncle Boar was on the couch, and... Casey was doing something, and Uncle Boris said something, and Casey whipped back around, and he goes, oh, yeah, what do you think of this? And just <laughs> yanked his pants down, but the 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 momentum of the pants being pulled down, like, flicked his flaccid cock, so it, like, bobbed up and down. <laughs> and Uncle Boris just starts violently puking in the trash can. <laughs> like, violently. And everyone's like, what happened? And Casey's like, dude, I don't know. I just pulled my dick out, and he started puking. <laughs> So funny, dude. Uh, that's how you know he's not gay. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. The real way to see if somebody's gay is you're if you're at a dinner party and you're not sure, um, you just start rubbing their leg under the table. Oh yeah. That's a good point. And if they if they're not bothered, then they're probably gay. Right. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Whoa, whoa, what the fuck, man? Oh, okay, you're not gay. I was just, I was just seeing. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Don't, don't, uh, don't worry about it, folks. Don't worry about it, but folks. He's gay. I'm I mean, he's blind. So, um, yeah, what else, dude? Did I fucking take a note? I'm on week six now, Sans Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Not bad, but for some reason, tonight's the first night where I'm, I kind of, I kind of want one, but I'm not going to have one. Dude, I'm having the weirdest fucking dreams, first of all. Really? So I had this Dry. one dream. And I feel like everyone is, because everyone keeps being like, dude, I have this fucking dream. And that's like, oh, I know, dude, right? But I had this dream that I remember vividly. Me and Jess are walking around some town. Some city. Wait, town or city? City. I'm sorry. Um, there were a lot of escalators in the city, too, which is fucking weird. But um, she's like, oh, you want to go, like, bang somewhere? I'm like... We're in a city. You, this, this is very unlike you, but sure, let's bang in the city somewhere. Hi. Hi. And uh, she's like, I know there's there's a place in the basement of this building, so let's go in that building. I'm like, okay. So we go in the building and we go down like all these floors. In an escalator? Actually, stairs. Who completely agreed. They all agreed. And all the escalators were like outside, which is fucking weird, dude. But um, we get to the bottom floor and it's like a cafe. And like a mill building cafe, basically. Like mill number five. Yeah, exactly like that. Nice. But a big cafe. Lots of people, lots of tables. She's like, it's that way. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get a water from this guy real quick because I have like a dry mouth. She's like, oh, yeah. This is a giant cock. Of course. So I go up to the guy. I'm like, what's up, dude? Can I get a bottle of water? He was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'm like, I know this is a really nice place. I'm assuming it's a pretty expensive bottle of water. How much is a bottle of water? He goes, it's $7. This is more than the budget of my whole project. It's an estimate. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. So then I slap a five and two ones on the table. And then he's like chatting my ear off for a while. And I'm like, listen, bro, can I get that fucking water bottle or like, yeah, what's up? 
What's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And then he still was talking for a while. I was like, dude, seriously, I need that water. He's like, all right. So then he takes <laughs> the money off the counter and then starts walking away. I'm like, where the fuck is he going? And he goes to a vending machine and he puts in $2 and then takes out the water. So he just profited five bucks. Yeah. And gives me the water. And I was like, bro, are you fucking serious? I give you $7 so you can <laughs> buy a water from a vending machine for me. And he's like, yeah. And then I woke up. Damn, that's it? Isn't that fucked? Isn't that a fucked up dream, dude? But what does it all mean, Basil? I don't know. I wonder if... Maybe it's like a metaphor for... I think it's a metaphor... Find a middleman type job? No, I think it's a a metaphor for the the beating you've taken on the S&P. And... (laughs) And... uh, Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe... You're afraid that... Actually, I don't know. I can't interpret dreams. Maybe I'm going to get... I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get some of the money back. Maybe you're... In the form of water. Maybe you're shelving your sexual duties to Jess in the pursuit of profits and losing. And you feel anxious about that. Wow. Could that be it? Wow, I think you just fucking nailed it. Oh, my God. Folks, psychiatrist, whoa, psychiatrist Tim. I think I have botulism, dude. I'm having a hard time talking. Hey, you fucking botched that, dude. I haven't even eaten it yet, and I have botulism. Preemptive botulism. But in like two weeks, dude, I'm going to have some fucking pickled garlic. Are you going to have some to spare? Because I kind of want to try it. And you're going to go home that night, and and Karen's going to be like, what smells like fucking shit? I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I'm going to go, what? I brushed my teeth. You fucking botched that. Oh, um, just be like, I can smell your lungs, dude. That's what you need to say. When somebody smells like <laughs> garlic, dude, your lungs reek, bro. bro. Your lungs smell so bad. Oh, whose lungs stink? And they're like, oh, sorry. And then like, they're like, I'll, I'll brush it out. I'm like, no, dude, fine. Go brush your teeth, whatever. And then like, they do the thing where they like ask a question when they're brushing and like come out and talk to you. And then you see that he has like a brush down his throat and he's actually <laughs> brushing his lungs. He's like, so what are we doing after the... <laughs> I fucking hate, dude. I hate when people talk while brushing. I do too. It's like a movie thing where the hot guy is wearing like a wife beater after banging the hot girl and he's brushing his teeth. He's like, so you live around here or what? And it's just like, dude, and everyone thinks that they're that hot guy when they do it. Everyone, when they're talking while brushing their teeth, thinks they're the hot guy. That woke up the next morning after banging the hot girl in the movie. And guess what the hot guy doesn't have, dude? Toothpaste on his toothbrush. Yeah, exactly. It's just a watery brush. So he's not getting... He's not... He's not... Uh, foaming at the fucking mouth. Right. He's... Exactly. He's not foaming at the mouth. He's not using his bottom jaw as a saucer to keep in... Right. Uh, uh, there's fucking no, quart of Colgate. Yeah, there's no peppermint foam... Dripping down his chin, right? So his teeth probably smell like shit because yeah. he's not even truly brushing them, right? He's fucking not. I fucking hate that. It's he, like, look at me, I'm hygienic. He probably smells like garlic, pickled garlic. Yeah, it's like, sake. dude, unless you're gonna brush your lungs, don't bother. Yeah, don't you're bother. Not doing man. shit. You fucking asshole. Oh man. <sighs> She's like, do you have any lung mints? He's like, why? She's like, no, no reason. <laughs> Yeah, it took me a while to figure that out because Jess has a very sensitive nose. There's, there is no way I could ever cheat on her because, not that I plan to, I'm just saying. If I did, I would like walk in the You're house. You're saying if her nose was less sharp, you might you may cheat, but you won't because her nose is sharp. Well, no, I would. I still wouldn't have, but I'm saying. How would you know? I still have absolutely no chance if I were to. So the fate of your relationship lies in her olfactory abilities. Sure, dude. But if I, I sucked other men's adultery is not against the law. Is yeah, not against it's it's not. But if I walked into the house and she was three floors away, she'd be like, "You were with another woman." Remember that? I'd be like, "Jesus Christ!" Remember that ridiculous song, "Let Me Smell Your Dick." Yeah, yeah. She would that. smell it from the front door. Three floors away. But if I have garlic like two days later, she's like, you had garlic like 48 hours ago. I'm like, how the fuck? Well, that's a simple solution. You cheat on her at a motel and then just eat a bunch of garlic on the way home. That's honestly a fucking pretty good plan. Not bad. 
Disclaimer, not going to do that, but that is a pretty good plan. Right. Why don't drug smugglers just stuff like garlic in their weed? And then the dog's like, oh, that's just garlic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, being a drug smuggler would suck. You know? Yeah, it would. Yeah, that's true, dude. I think most of that shit actually comes in via uh, shipping Container. containers anyways. Apparently shipping containers are like a flat fee. Like if you want to rent a shipping container. Tell it to DCIX. <laughs> Must be giving away free containers. <laughs> actually, I wonder how that stock's doing. I haven't... I haven't it uh, changed names. I don't even remember what the name is now could find out but it's not going to matter because it's going to be completely when i had a lame robin hood account that was the first thing i bought definitely sucks ass dude i fucking hate robin hood yeah, robin hood sucks they steal from the poor and gifts the rich and they call themselves robin hood robin hood is a scam dude it's all a fucking scam it is all a scam money is a scam isn't it scary when our entire economy is based on theoretical money like shouldn't we maybe bring some manufacturing yeah. shouldn't we like make something besides gamestop and bitcoin right right dude folks he's got a point i feel like we're really hanging by a shoestring here economically oh i thought you were going to talk about the episode well Shoe- that that goes that saying shoestrung oh, what the fuck else dude those are nice checkers are those kohan these are called kohans i gotta i gotta moisturize them though they're getting a little fucking dry and cracked why? What are those, suede or leather? Leather. Interesting. They're fucking leather. It's just skin, really. But. It's just skin, dude. I wish we could have that guy on the podcast. Or I just know, call in. dude. Not enough for a full episode, but if, if he could just call in and rationalize that sales pitch that is just skin. Because I, I know what he means, but it's such a creepy way. First of all, the this is how much the term skin grosses me out. That even the Frank Sinatra song, I've Got You Under My Skin, oh. creeps me out. There's something about skin as a word that it just brings me back to all these disgusting images of skin. Yeah, that's under my skin. Yeah, no. Like, I literally picture going under Frank's skin. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. No, I do too. But that's how evocative the, the imagery is. That's that, quite evocative. Why dude. even? Why I hate the term skin. You know, must be like um, girls hate the term moist. Like when I just said that, Karen just like cringed. I don't get the moist. That that's one of those things that I, I doesn't don't bother get. me. But most women, if you say moist, they go oh all together. Together they go oh I know, and I don't get it. And there, Karen's not bothered by cunt at all. She says it more than I do. Thank Christ. Uh, but that's an, that's a fake one. That's when they go, oh, don't say cunt, you fucking asshole. Right. But um, right. the moist thing, I don't, uh, I don't get. Uh, Especially girls, girls or or women or. So would Karen say women's... moist cunt? Yeah. Without like batting an eye cock, a cocklet. Yeah, because she sings along to that Cardi B song, "Moist Cunt." <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite presidential interviews, by the way. How about they go, hey, uh, we got to prove we're not racist. Um, what if we get that lady that black kids like that sings about her moist cunt to be the president? You think that'll like trick them into voting for him? Well, if we get the moist cunt lady, they'll like that, right? Ugh. But um, yeah, so I think if she did have a problem with moist cunt, it would be because of the moist. But I, 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 don't, get, I don't get that at all. Certain words really drive me crazy. The word stinky is at the top of my list. Really? Yeah. I like the word stinks as a pejorative. I find it actually way more effective if they go, is that kid's band any good? If you go, no, they suck. You can just go, all right, I guess they're just not that great. That kid's band stinks. If I go, is that kid's band any good? Dude, they stink. You go, oh, man, they must be fucking Right. That's true. It does pack a a stronger punch. But, um, yeah, I can't think of... uh, Nico, we're on, dude. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny. And then it's because you go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Mudflap. And then Mudflap comes on. 
And then Nico's right next to me. I'm in the back row because I'm about to step out for a cigarette. And Nico's literally eating a Burger King. He's eating a Whopper. Well, and he's like, not, he like, no urgency. Nonchalantly walked in, is slowly opening it while talking with people. Yeah. And Mudflap's on stage. And again, it's an open mic. So you really only have that precious 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> and so you go, welcome to the stage, Mudflap. And then Mudflap goes on, tunes his guitar, plugs in, does a quick sound check. And then he keeps going, Nico. And then Nico's like, yeah. And then, like, legitimately, like, three minutes goes by, which is like an entire song length. And then my, and then Muffler goes, Nico, we're on, dude. And then he's like, and then he's like, all right. So then he runs up, and then you go, welcome to the stage, Nico. <laughs> it was like they needed separate introductions. That's how much time, <laughs> that's how much time passed. Muffler's so Good dude. This is why when they talk about the heads of the record companies back in the seventies were so good, because they were all the sons and nephews of the original music moguls. Right. So they all came for money. They were guaranteed the jobs. They had job security, but they were way more adventurous in, you know, the the acts that they would sign. Yep. And that's why you had better music. Um. I and I I really think there is something to that. I really think if I grabbed Mudflap ten years ago, and I worked for I don't know Geffen, if they're sure. still around, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna give you three hundred thousand uh, dollars. You're gonna make a five song EP, and then we're gonna pay for a tour around North America and just promote the shit out of you. I legitimately think he would be a huge hit. Yeah. There's something if he just had the means to only focus on that. Yeah. And if you just put the production quality right where you give him a full band to play like he would be huge. Yeah. This is why like they try to think that like the the artist themselves is obviously the main thing, but a lot of times you can take a kind of diamond in the rough and with enough promotion make them special. Yeah, that's true. But now it's so scientific. Now it's like, all right, if we have this person who looks like this sing this song, then it's going to be... It's so lame now. It's so unadventurous. Music fucking sucks now. Music does suck now. It's uh... Even like indie band, like all, all the bands I listen to are indie now. And I'm not saying that to be a fucking anti-conformist loser. But it's like... Even the indie bands now, you're like, dude, I've heard this song like 18 times. Yeah, Figure dude, it out. I actually, um, I put After Laughter back in my fucking CD player the other day. After Laughter is great. So now I'm listening to that again. Now I'm on another kick. I fucking love, uh, well, you know, like Wilco's obviously great, but that, that goes without saying. And Wilco's been around for over 20 years. Um, like Yankee Hotel, that came out in oh four, I think. Now I gotta look this up. I mean, that sounds about right. Oh, now I gotta look this up, dude. But dude, this band Big Thief is awesome. Oh yeah, they are fantastic. I love them. I think you made me listen to one of their songs or something. And oh. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. They're excellent. You gave up, huh? Um. Oh yeah. I'll look it up. I got it. Don't don't fucking worry about it. All right. Yankee Hotel. Pretty Foxtrot. sure. I think that came 2001. out. 2001. Oh, no, it did come out in 01 because I read. Uh, September 18th, 2001. Yeah, so the original release was September 11th. And oh. then and then they they halt, they had to halt as much as they could and release it out a week later. Because I remember Tweety's book. You should read Tweety's book. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, but he talks about that. How they planned this big release, and it was on September 11th. Jesus. Yeah, that's why I, sh- I should have remembered it. They go, wait, 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 something just happened. Don't release it. And then their their manager goes, uh, too late, just did. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, as if he just pressed a button. Right. And then everyone's like, oh, how fucked up of them to release That album probably sold the strawberries for like 18 bucks. 18 motherfuckers? Yeah. I remember when CDs were like twenty two dollars. Well, it's kind of nice how this like certain things the CPI has gone way down. Like the fact that I remember when DVDs came out CPI, in like Cox per instance. Yep. But yeah, Cox okay. per inch, but close enough. Or Cox per instance. Right. Like if there was a gangbang. Like what was the CPI like? 
Um, dude, that orgy, that was the highest CPI I've had of all the or- orgies I've had. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. But like when, when DVDs came out, they were like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Yeah. Then, so remember when they came out with DVDs and then they came out with HD DVDs. Yep. And then they came out with Blu-ray. So it's like, you already bought all this shit. You ugly. And then you're like, dad, we just got the HD one. And he's like, all right, fine. I'll spend another 50 bucks on the stupid fucking HD one. Yep. Then you, we decompartmentalized. Then you start fucking decompartmentalizing those ones. And then you fucking, those were useless because goddamn Blu-ray, it was just all bullshit, dude. It's all fucking bullshit. And now they're obsolete. Now they're obsolete. They're obsolete until the internet goes out. This is what I noticed. Yeah, and then they'll be fucking sweet. When the internet goes out, everyone's fucked. Not me. I got. I still buy DVDs. Yeah, that'll be really bad, actually. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? <laughs> They're turning the friggin' frogs gay. Oh, we gotta get that on. Yeah, we do. We keep forgetting. Uh, um. Oh, I'm adding to my shit list. Oh, good. Yes, shit list. I'm sorry. Anybody, anywhere that associates the number 420 I'm saying this because it's April 20th today mm. with oh that's right happy 420 with weed needs to take a fucking hike dude is there anything lamer than that so so let's start this off with I know ex- I know what you're talking about I know what you're saying yes but B, obviously they're going to do that. Right, but... But, but in what setting, dude? Do you mean like when people are like, oh, it's April 20th, dude, 420. Any mention of it at all. Ever. It's, it, any mention of it ever, unless you're a historian talking about Hitler's birthday or you're a meteorologist talking about April 20th weather. Any mention of the number 420, the date 420, the time... 420 and you're alluding to smoking weed i hate you i have two instances where if somebody mentions it i won't roll my fucking eyes okay so here's an instance of like when i would roll my fucking eyes it's like a fucking random wednesday in july and someone goes what time is it and you're like oh it's 420 and they're like oh But if they're doing that ironically, that's fine. <laughs> sure, but they're not. Right. If they're not doing it ironically, then they need to take a hike. <laughs> so I'll probably roll my eyes there. Yes. The, the two acceptable <laughs> times, I think, in my opinion, are for the date, April 20th. I think that one day, we can just give that one day to people that want to fucking utilize the 420 thing. They're like, oh, it's 420. Let's get fucking high that day. I have no problem with that. On that day, okay? I know, you're fucking steaming uh, up. No, 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 go ahead. The only other time is if somebody's like, bro, I bought 300 shares of GameStop. I am not selling it until it's fucking 420.69. Oh, yeah. Well, I can get behind that. So like, if, a, if it's like a funny stock and they want it to hit 420, that I think is hilarious. Okay. So, Which also works for 69. I get how you could try to flip it and say, oh, well, Tim, you drink on St. Patrick's Day. Why can't stoners make a big deal out of 420? And the reason is everyone I know that gives a fuck about 420 in the context of smoking weed smokes weed every fucking day. <laughs> every First of all, every single one I know that smokes weed smokes weed every single day and then they act like it's special that it's 420 oh what are you gonna do this same fucking thing that you did yesterday i guess i see your point and that's the difference i don't pretend that i don't drink booze throughout the whole fucking week and then saint patrick's day comes and i'm like here's the thing about saint patrick's day the reason i like saint patrick's day is because a lot of my friends like saint patrick's day and it's a social occasion i don't like saint patrick's day because it's an excuse to drink alcohol i can do that whenever the fuck i want i'm not like dude 317 tomorrow fucking cannot wait to crush some beers <laughs> it's like dude i can't wait to see everybody like i haven't been out i just loathe this whole 420 shit and maybe i'm being unfair but can we just please admit that smoking weed is no longer edgy 
old people smoke weed. Every baby boomer smokes weed. You, there's nothing cool or unique or discreet or indiscreet about it. Like the thing that I, when we were in high school, yes, smoking weed, you had to be like, all right, we got to be stealthy about this. Mm. We got to buy it from somebody that has it. So you, got, we're committing a crime technically. Right. Yep. Then we got to figure out like where to go smoke it. Then we got to figure out whose house can we smoke it at and like not get caught. Yeah. What are we going to do for like the three hours after we smoke it? Right. So our lungs don't stink. Right. And <laughs> this is that. No, don't worry, dude. Just eat a bunch of garlic. We'll be fine. Right. So the problem is it, it was edgy at that time. Right. But you're now a 30 year old man. Mm, I am pretending that smoking weed like you're still some fucking freedom fighter. And it's like, dude, look, I live up the road from a dispensary. You look at that line. It is losers of all ages. Nobody is fucking edgy for smoking weed. Again, 75 year olds smoke weed regularly. And by the way, I'm not shitting on anyone that smokes weed. I'm just saying it's not fucking edgy. You don't need a day dedicated to it. No one does burn cruises anymore. It's not fucking edgy, dude. If I didn't shut the fuck up about some moment that I don't know, if if if, if Budweiser was founded on May thirteenth and I kept going like, dude, five thirteen, you'd go, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm just over it. I'm over it. Oh, if, if, you, if you if you if you already know the answers to your questions, then why ask, pig fuck? I'm not anti weed. I'm anti weed culture. Just like I'm anti-alcohol culture, anything, anyone that celebrates their vice, the whole point of a vice is that it's the one thing you can kind of just shut the fuck up about and just enjoy. The mm. second you need to like have posters on your wall and signing petit, it's like you know what, just fuck off, you know. All right, dude, that's fucking fine, man. I don't know. That's so fine. What the fuck is this one? The details of my life are quite inconsequential. Fuck yeah, I forgot we put that Fuck on there. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, That's really what is this? My plugs weren't taken. Oh, yeah. My parents were brutally murdered and I was fat. <laughs> I love how he saves the most dramatic delivery for him being fat. <laughs> the fat. It just says plugs murdered fat. Ah, oh, jelly neck. Oh wait, what was this one? <laughs> oh yeah. Perfect. I just started this job and my, my plugs weren't taken. My parents were brutally murdered and... I was fat. So I turned to pot, hoping it would solve my problems. But you know something? The only thing it fixed was my life. Look, all I'm saying is if you still want to smoke pot, then be prepared to spend a lot of time laughing with your friends. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Jellyneck. Oh, Mr. Jellyneck. I did watch a couple actually, actually fucking... How about, how about when you mix up the order that word just supposed to come out of your fucking dumb mouth? But I did watch Buddy, some come on. episodes of of um, Strangers with Candy. Strangers with Candy. What was, this is what people don't realize. It was even better than I remember, by the way. Th this is what all these comedians, Stephen Colbert, I used to be a big fan of. Mm. He is the biggest pussy cuck loser I have ever. All this guy does now is get paid millions of dollars to suck the cocks. Out of Democrat politicians. If you watch his show, it is like watching pornography. But the title is Whore Fox Favorite Politician. <laughs> Every episode is like this. And then you watch Strangers with Candy. It's super offensive. It's fucking hilarious. It's the opposite of politically correct. You would never say anything on that show now out loud without blushing. And that's why it was fucking funny. And I'm so sick of all these loser comedians like Sarah Silverman, all these people that were really funny, that made it big by doing edgy comedy. And then they make it and they slam the fucking door behind them. And like, no one else gets to do what I did to get famous. And it makes me want to fucking scream, dude. You are the biggest cuck losers I've ever seen. Joseph Stalin would be jealous of Democrats right now for all the free cocksuckery these stupid celebrity air quote comedians provide them. Ugh.
honestly, we should we should watch an episode of Stephen Colbert and try to we have to take a shot every time he says something complimentary about a politician. Since when do fucking comedians do this? But the only reason I brought it up is because I was once a fan, so I'm it's a you know, it's an insult compliment thing. Right. Strangers with Candy was so fucking funny. And if you had a show like that now, the first people to have a problem with it are probably all the writers that wrote that show. Right. And it fucking infuriates me. I think he did great. That folks. show is so fucking funny. I just want to watch that now. It really is very good. Please watch I stole Strangers, the TV. Strangers with Candy if you have not. Strangers with Candy, there's three seasons and at it's least on one Central. at least one movie. Oh, Amy, so Amy Sedaris, good. Steve Colbert. I can't remember Mr. Jelly next name. And Amy, Amy Sedaris is in fucking The Mandalorian, dude. Dude, she's so funny. Which I her brother David Sedaris is a really funny writer too. Oh, you're kidding me! That's what I'm claiming. That's what he's claiming. <laughs> All right, I guess that's fucking good. Let's come in and out of the snowy snow and get yourself some coffee. He had a birthday yesterday, got some cake. Pretty good. <laughs> I love how I make the soundboard. And, and you forget. I thought that on. I was going to press that and get fucking pretty good. Pretty, oh, yeah. pretty. Yeah, exactly. We got to get the frogs are gay one. Yeah, we do. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. I love when he said slamming his desk. Here, I'll just look it up real quick for the viewers at home. For the viewers at home. Uh, hold on. I can probably turning. Oh no, you can. I just typed in turning, and I saw a picture of Alex fucking jump. What the fuck, dude? Dude, turning dude. the frickin'. What happened to the damn Daniel kid? Is he still around? Damn, Daniel. Probably not, dude. Back at it again with the white fans. Probably like that. Really was a great video. Had a drug problem and died from his great success of wearing shoes. That's gonna be it. Please be it, dude. I, I don't can wanna, probably find it. I don't want to be searching forever. Hold on, I'll. Oh, did you two? T- you two took it down. Fuck you, asshole. No way. Dude. Hold on, wait. I gotta have it somewhere because I showed the clip. Uh, I got it right here. Oh, <laughs> Whose door was that? Your door? Yeah. That's a pretty nice door, dude. Wait, YouTube, take it down. Where did I get this from? I don't fucking know, man. Listen, folks, that's it. The episode's over now, so you can fucking relax, take a deep breath, um, and you can wait for the fucking next episode when it comes. That dude. was painfully great. That was an accident, and that fit perfectly. I like it. You like when that happens? I love it, dude. So, um, thanks for listening. And till next time. A fucking bitch. Man, I really want a cigarette. How do I press the button? I say get liquored up and take him to the peach tree dams. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where's the fucking, um, what are you looking for? The, so- the man? The song, yeah. I was on page two. Thanks, folks. You fucks. No more lockdown. No more government overreach. I'm so sure can.